0: Hello and welcome to the Living and Loving Fooly podcast. This is a space for conversation and inner reflection on everything in life. And all this from the Christian perspective. So we're finally here. Welcome to the Living and Loving Fooly podcast. A couple of years in the making and hundreds of excuses later. But we've taken the first step. So let's do this. This first episode is to set the scene for the conversations we'll be having here. So let's start with the name. What's in a name? Living and loving fully. The name of this podcast is something I've mulled for as long as I can remember in different forms. And it's relevant to all of humanity because living is the essence of our existence. And the desire to do so, that desire to live fully and make the best of life, does not really discriminate. We as humans are made for community and we find meaning and purpose and support in community. For me as a Christian, these two human facts are anchored in three passages. The first one is John 10.10, where Jesus tells us that he came. So that we have not just life, but have it abundantly. Actually, when you read the entire context of that passage, he was talking about the devil coming to steal from us. So it's not really about heaven, because the devil cannot steal anything from heaven by here on earth. So that abundant life he talks about in this verse, I believe is for here on earth as much as it's about eternal life. The NLT translation says Jesus came to give us a rich and satisfying life. That means a fulfilled life in eternity and also a fulfilled, abundant life right here on earth. That is the living fully part of this podcast's name. I just need to add that God wants this full life for everyone, not just those who identify as Christians. You know, I, I usually say that sometimes we Christians behave like we were born Christians. But that is not the case. Or at least I can speak for myself. I wasn't born a Christian. So God wants this full life for everyone. And how do I know that? John 3.16, one of the commonest Bible verses ever. It says, God loved the world, which is why he sent Jesus. That verse didn't say God sent Jesus because he loved Christians, he loved and still loves us all. And that's why, although this podcast and the conversations that I and the guests will be having here will be rooted in our Christian faith, it's really open to everybody. The second anchor passage for the podcast is Matthew 22, 37 to 41 in which a very learned and knowledgeable teacher at the time asked Jesus what the greatest commandment in all the law was. Jesus said everything in the law and scripture can be boiled down to two things. First and most important, love God. Remember what I said about God loving us? He also wants us to have a relationship with him. And so, invite us to love him back. And not just that, when we put him first, he's promised to order our steps and add everything we need unto us for that rich and full life that Jesus talked about. The second most important command, according to Jesus, is to love your neighbor as yourself. As I already said, all of us were made for community. And so Jesus didn't say love at a Christian or love people who believe the same as you do but your neighbor. This is the loving fully in the name. Loving those around us fully. How do we live this out? Not partially towards only those who believe the same things that we do or look like us and have the same culture as us but towards all our neighbours, everyone, because that's what God himself did. Furthermore, St. Paul tells us if we love God and live on spiritual clouds, we perform amazing miracles, we quote scripture, we live our commandment one without loving others, it is meaningless. Without this love for others, we are simply noisy gongs as the Amplified Translation puts it in First Corinthians 13. Fully does not mean perfect, but fulfilling. Giving it your best and taking advantage of the opportunities to be better. You are not wasting anything. It is both succeeding and failing. Taking risks and being cautious. Learning and unlearning. It is transformation. And with that thought, is the final anchor passage in 2 Corinthians 3:15 which tells us we are being transformed being as a continuous process as we live fully we get to experience the ups and downs of life and we also get to experience the layers of God's love and access to his provision for us being transformed into his image from one glory to the next so that's the heart and vision behind the name living and loving fully and it's not just about conversation but inner reflection we really want reflection to be at the core of the conversations that we have because reflection allows us to put down roots into something and it then fuels action As human beings, it's from the inside that we build our lives outwardly. Our resilience and ability to navigate life in a healthy and sustainable way comes from within us. And reflection is what allows us to connect with what's within. It's a bit like marination. You marinate your meat or fish before cooking so that the flavours get deeply infused. And when you do prepare your meal you can really taste those flavours and enjoy that meal. So I pray and hope that in the space, we get some clarity, we learn and unlearn, and we are able to put down some deep roots from which we can then pursue and live a full life. I really, really love the idea of roots. So turn on your imagination with me for a second. Just picture a tree or a plant and... A strong wind or storm blowing. The plant will sway its leaves, its branches in all manner of directions. Without roots, very solid roots, the storm can uproot the plant and blow it in whatever direction it pleases. With roots, however, the swaying will continue. But the plant will likely be held in place by its roots. And that's the nature of life. We all get blown and swayed by life, by events in life. But those with roots are more likely to survive and have an opportunity to recover and to continue growing. And that is the power of reflection and the roots that it gives to us. With everything I've said up to this point, why make this a public conversation? Why am I doing this podcast? A little about my journey to date will put this in perspective. I have been curious from a young age and the delicate balancing act of my parents to not shut me up or suppress my curiosity and also not flout the cultural context I grew up in at the same time um, is one thing that I'm forever grateful to them for. I was born and raised in Ghana, in a culture you can describe as fairly consistent um, when it comes to basic principles. And I moved continent at age 18 to a place I first got the surprising realization I was Black in a way I hadn't had a need to contemplate before, um, given the context I just described. And then, on top of that, <laughs> I had to make sense of my faith and a God I had known in only one culture in a multicultural and multi religious America. So through all the questioning and learning, I have found a God who transcends culture and race and at the same time celebrates our differences. So my curiosity and my questions have led me to read and study how faith interacts with culture, how it interacts with neurobiology, psychology, the sciences, arts, spirituality, everyday life and work. How we are formed and transformed, and everything in between. The other thing to know about my faith is that my experience of church has been multi denominational, even from Ghana. And one thing I've learned is that a denomination is, in fact, a culture of sorts. Denominations talk about their traditions, tradition is culture. So, denominations are, you know, forms of Christian subculture, if you will, and in that sense, not immune. Um, to the expectation of transformation that God has for us all. I grew up in the apostolic Pentecostal tradition. I matured my faith. I became mature in my faith in the Church of Pentecost. I attended a Catholic boarding school and been a member of a Baptist, Charismatic and our Presbyterian church. <laughs> Combined with living across three continents and making sense of this one God, Um, has been both empowering and very, very humbling. Empowering because things I believe in one context have been validly challenged in others and really forced me to question and explore and ultimately reaffirm element of my faith. With these parts, not very much you can do to change my mind. (laughs) On the other hand, it's been humbling because... Some parts of my beliefs have not fully resolved themselves in the face of questions and challenges. And for another set of those beliefs, faith is having to make up the difference because, you know, the logic does not really add up. This has taught me deep empathy because those who don't believe as I do have equally valid reasons. And more importantly, are equally loved by God and made in his image. So I have to accept or I have learned to accept this tension of holding on to my beliefs and also making space for other people who believe differently and love them fully as well because the people who are not Christians or non-Christians are also made in God's image and they are loved fully by him, even if that doesn't add up logically. So between, you know, the empowering and the humbling journey, I do have unanswered questions. And working with the youth ministry for over a decade now has taught me to hold this safe space, not just for myself, but for them and for everybody around me. And not just from a faith perspective, but faith and life together. These thoughts and ongoing contemplation let to what I call the 14% reality that we have to recognize as Christians. What is the 14% reality? So think about the week. There are seven days in the week. Let's assume that, you know, all the time you spend in church, doing Christian stuff, Bible study, um, home cell group, worship time, everything you do from a Christian perspective, right? Fit into one day, one full day, one full 24-hour day of the week. That's one out of seven days. And that, you know, if you do the calculation, that's 14% of the week. The remaining six days, 85.7%. So 14% and 86%. Our lives are not really spared the complexity simply because we are Christian. And the one question for me that jumps out whenever I'm in church or in any, you know, Christian setting or event is that so what when I leave this place this event you know after all the talks and the singing how is this relevant to my life outside of here how relevant is this for my 86% you may notice that the 86% is not exactly screaming spiritual right so the temptation to keep it separate from the 14% But living a full life requires the remaining 86%, not just the 14% we spend on Christian stuff. We need the 86% to make 100% in the full life. The other thing from my experience, which I'm sure most people can identify with as well, is that culture and context matter. Culture and context matter and there are very very few spaces in our black christian community for this kind of conversation wrestling and reflection and so my hope is that by starting here others are encouraged to join this journey towards putting down and strengthening meaningful roots from which we can live full lives identity is never one-dimensional So I'm not just Christian or just black or just female or a daughter. I'm all these plus other things as well. And you also have a multidimensional identity. So our conversations here will be very nuanced. It will be uncomfortable in some instances and challenging in others, but I'm sure it's also going to be encouraging and enlightening. And I hope that through it all, we will all see with greater clarity the sanctity and beauty inherent in your life and in my life and in that of those around us. And for this, to inspire us all to do the inner work required to fully live and fully love. We will not have answers for everything, but admitting that exact fact, that we don't have some answers gives us the freedom and the clarity on how to deal with those instances. Finally, I want to make, you know, very specific note (laughs) Um, that this podcast, this conversation is not meant to be a one bullet solution to everything. It is simply a piece of the puzzle that will hopefully help at least one person along in life. One of my favorite passages is 1 Corinthians 12, 12 to 31, which speaks to different parts of the body, each with a different purpose. We are all a part of the body of Christ. Each has a specific function. I believe this is true at multiple levels, on the world scale, at the church scale, school scale, family scale, friendship group, etc., And this podcast is therefore just one piece of the puzzle for life. The Bible says that transformation comes from the renewing of our minds. And Brene Brown, the shame researcher, said something that has stuck with me. Everyone, myself included, everyone is doing the best they can based on what they know. What's the point there? There is always more to learn and know which can then make us do better, all of us. So ultimately, my hope is that the conversations we'll have here create the space and gives you permission to process, that you can listen to these episodes by yourself or as a family with your youth group, friends, co-workers, leaders, and to make room to be challenged, to grow, to be affirmed and to better see the sanctity and beauty in each of our journeys and challenges and how together we can help each other navigate this thing that we call life. I must say though that you may be wondering why this podcast is launching at this time of the year when the year is about wrapping up. Trust me there is a method to the madness. On 1st January 2022 we are taking off between now and then it's time to plan it's time to think it's time to reflect it's time to quieten the noise a bit and figure out the kind of life you want to have in 2022 whether a full life a half life a quarter life and then start making resolutions not the usual oh I want to do this but actually deep reflective decisions Not just on the kind of life you want, but on what you need to do to get there. And hopefully, the conversations we'll have here will help you in that process. So yeah, thanks again for joining me and I look forward to having you and hearing from you. God bless.